Hemshechayim Beis, we're up to chapter 73, bottom of page Kuflam Medvov, 136. In the last chapter, 72, the Rebbe Rashab explained Birchas Yetzer. Yetzer HaMeiris, at the end of Pesukah Dezimra, when we move over after Yishtabach, we move over to Hamer L'Aretz. It's called Birchas Yetzer. By the way, Baruch Shamar is actually, yes, is Piskim Shemaya, Anshik Nasagdele, the ones who composed Davening. So it says in Svarim, I think, Elis Ephraim, a few places bring that uh, they received a note from heaven, so to speak. And Baruch Shamar was that revelation. Wow. So it's based on certain verses. Baruch Shamar has, but it's essentially it's a prayer that's originally composed. It's not, it's different than many of Pesukah de Zimra, simply Tehillim, or other verses. Baruch Shamar, I believe that almost every every statement there every is not a verse, even though there's verses that are similar to it. So Baruch Shama. The end, then we come to the end of Sukkot Dezimra and there's Birchus Yetzer. Who signed it out though? I don't know. And Birchus and uh, and there the, he's corresponding in the last chapter 62, 72, the five things in Baruch Shama corresponding to five levels in Yetzer. But before the five, he began that there's an introduction. The introduction says that the God of the world, with your great and intense or abundant compassions, have compassion on us. And then then begins five levels. Yeah, but you start the second level of workshop. I'm in the middle of a sentence. I'm going to say it all. Listen, I'm in the middle of explaining it. So what does he say? Elam is Atmus. Referring to Beira Elam, when we talk Beira, it refers to the, describes as best as we can describe Atmus, which is higher than any name and higher than any description. Mitzusim Atmusay, built Nimtza, the different things that he spoke about Atmus that we can relate to to some extent. Then Elokei Elam comes, Rachamecha Harabim, that's Erein Sof. That's the level of the, the, the field of energy, the divine energy that brings from built to Mitzis Nimtza to Mitzis Nimtza. Now it's an existent energy, at least. But that too is before the Ratzon, before desire. Then come the five levels that correspond to Baruch Sha'amar. Um, so the first level is Baruch Sha'amar corresponds with Rachem Eleinu. That's the desire. Ola Beritzene is now a desire for Elamus. A specific desire. So, as he says, Atzmus uh, Air, meaning the level you can't even call yet any type of desire. There, you can't even call it a makif, but it's the root of all the makifim. And the Ratzin is already the first makif, so to speak. It's the beginning of the first makif of Tahiri Allah. And that is Rachem Eleinu. Baruch Sha'amar, or the words he used before, Baruch Sha'amar, the beginning of the permission, the rots of the desire and permission of the king, but it's still not, he's still not aware of it himself. Then comes Golev Galifu, that's Shir Atzmei Bekayach, that's the level of Aden Uzenu. Aden Uzenu, which corresponds to Baruch Hu in Baruch Sha'amar. So now we have the second level. Okay. Beira Elam, he's defining it not as a connection to Elam, he's defining it more as the Beira of, of existence. Not so much as connection to Elam. There's different other places that may be, but here he's defining clearly. He said clearly that the Kalim is Beira. He's talking about Beira. That's the interpretation. This is based on this, is also the Mitla Rebbe teaches like this. You can't ask such a question. That, that's how they're teaching here, Elam. You know, that's just the. Uh, I would say it's more the connection that the fact that the world exists, like you said, Yeshmayan, that we have in the Ila Vesiba, that part of Elam is talking here. He's not talking about a relationship with Elam. It's more like he created this so called new entity that is has in the Ila Maybe. 
that's also possible. But but clearly he's touching it that way. He's not touching it at all connection to Elam because this is so far beyond. Because I just told you. Because when you say that Atmos is Hubel Vade Kechri Chalti Lahavis Yeshmaein, it's also Elam. But he's not talking about a relationship with Elam. It's his power to create is the focus rather than. It's not meaning God of the world. It's not what it means. It means the God, the creator of existence. That's the taich. Maybe like you say, elke elam, elke elam, maybe. But he definitely taiches like that. That's, that's for sure. There's not even a... Okay. So that's now barachu. So barachu corresponds with adenu zenu. I'm just going through it. Then comes the next level is barach emer ve'esen, which is ak. Okay. Um... And this one corresponds to Sur Is it correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Now we're talking already after the symptoms. So Sur Mizgavenu. Then comes Yitzira de Klolos Akudim is the level of Mogin Yishenu, Mogin Avram Akudim. And then finally, the fifth level, which in the with in Baruch Sha'amar is Baruch Gezer Mekayim after Emer Vaisa, and then comes the last thing in Baruch Sha'amar, the last of the original five, is Baruch Eisa Bereishis that corresponds with Mizgav Ba'adenu, Asir the Kol or Atzilus. Now, in breaking it further down, or in general categories, we're talking like this. In other words, so really, if you have the picture, it goes like this: Lifnat Simtum, Atzmus, Elkeilam. But I made a chart, it should be made. Those two are not referred to in Baruch Shammah, seemingly. We'll soon get to that in a moment. Because Baruch Shammah just starts with Baruch Shammah. Baruch Shammah begins with level three in, in Yetzir, which is Rachem Aleinu. So Baruch Shammah is the Rotson. That Rotson arises in the Eirein Sof. And then you're talking two now two levels, Lifni Atzimtzum. Baruch Sha'amar and Baruch Haya. That's the, the Rotson, and there's a Shir Atzmei Bekeach where he becomes, he becomes self aware of this Rotson, where he later he uses expression in Sha'atu, a very nice expression that I would refer to in chapter 14. He says, This expression he uses, Leida Mashabaritzene. Goal of Galifu is that he knows. What's now in his will? In other words, the will is more of a, using a human example, more unconscious. Now he knows, he goes and knows what's in his will, which means a certain type of specificity. (laughs) Okay, that's Lifnet Simpson. So we have now, so we got it, so we have the Yetzir, the first two that are beyond, Baruch Shammar and Hoya Elam, is Marachmecha Arabim and Rachim Aleinu. No, I'm sorry, no, no, Rachim Aleinu and Adenu Zenu, okay? Um, that's before the Tzimtzum. Then comes the three, that's Chaya and Yechida, Yechida and Chaya, just to make it more complicated. <laughs> and then comes Neshama Ruach Nefesh, Bria Yitzira Asiyah Deklolos, which is, Eimer Ve'esa is Tzurmiz Gavenu, Ak, Gezer uh, Mekayim is Mizgar Badenu, Akudim exactly Yitzira, the Kolos, and uh, and Eisa Breishis Baruch Eisa Breishis is is Mizgar Badenu, Atzilus. That's a Nefesh exactly. But I want to just throw a few things in that makes it even more complicated. That's why I asked for the Siddur. What happens with the rest of the Baruch Shamas? Question number one. There's another eight. What are they referring to? And um, so he he alludes to it here, but I looking at Shari Tshuva where this is all originates from. He elaborates. So he alludes in chapter seventy-two. I just wanted to point out a few things we we, we, we read, but we read it quickly. Around third third way down the page, more than a third, a quarter way down the page, he says like this. He's talking about level two now. Remember that's Eden Sof. Frankly, I understand. I, I, it's easy for me to understand it in the and Sof than in, than in the Tefillah. The Tefillah is more complicated. So he says like this. I just want to read. So he says he's talking about Er. 
So he says, Eir is the Eir Sof, in other words, the second level. He says, it's the Makif for all the Makifim. That's the expression he uses. And then he goes on to explain, how could you say that? Because Atzmus, you can't even call a Makif. He said that before. In the bottom of Kuflamid Hay says, You can't even call it a mocker. Because a mocker means some association, some relationship. Even Etzme, you could call it a mocker. That's Atuhu Availevadecha. Fine. So Atu, real Atzmus, is a Helam and Gili doesn't apply. In Eir, you can at least talk about revealed, concealed. So now he goes on and says like this. Because even though it's completely beyond any rots and any desire, as we said, and you can't even say that within it, you can't speak about the air like you speak about the desire, nevertheless, it's the source. So, as we spoke, similar to other expressions that he said, it's the source of everything, but everything doesn't affect it. It's like desire affects all the faculties it does, but the faculties don't affect it in return. This is on a higher level. So it's the source of all the makifim. Now, here's what I wanted to refer to. Okay. So Erin Sof. Erin yeah. Now he's going to say, if you do it, the Yud Gimel Baruch, the Baruch Sha'amar, suddenly he's bringing all 13. What are they? Hemchines Yud Gimel Tukun Edikna, Yud Gimel Tzarachmim, Okein Ember Mokar, Kolam Shachas Berachamecha Rabim. So now he's explaining why is this level of Aryan Sov that's the source for all the Makifim, why is it called Rachamecha Rabbi? What, what, what's the connection to Rachamecha? The answer is because the, all the Makifim, which are the, the hinted into the 13 Baruch Shamars, the 13 Baruchs in Baruch Shamar rather, are all rooted in what? In Rachamecha Rabbi. In Shari Tshuva from Mitlareb, he adds that Rachamim in general is Makifim, which explanation is pretty obvious. Because when you, let's say, a person uh, deserves something, so then it's a, it's er pnimi. You, you, you did something right, so I give you something. But a person doesn't deserve any compassion, so you need to have an additional energy. I'm, I'm more right, not commensurate, and it's more, it's more. Therefore, it's a makif. That's that's that's. I'm just adding havon in what he's saying here. Because to explain the connection to Racham Echarab. Next time you're davening, you say Racham Echarab. Eirinsof, you're not saying what does Eirinsof do with Racham Obviously, we don't mean Rachamim as Tiferes because there's no spheres yet. Not even it's before the Rotzen, definitely before the ten hidden spheres. So Racham is basically the way I would explain it is the pastas. It means it's a, a surge of of energy that ultimately is for existence, but it's beyond existence. It is without without air doing what it has to do. The rest is not going to happen. But it's basically like he's saying: it's a mucker for all the makifim, though it's not. Uh, remember, there's no air. There's nothing unless there's existence, because the whole point of it is because the Ebrister wants something. He doesn't need air for his own uh, pleasure. That's that. I'm going to address that in a moment. It's also from Shari Shuv. Interesting. We'll get to that in a moment. So th- I'm just explaining this line because I didn't elaborate enough on it. Okay. Huh? I would not use awareness, not here, because here even Rotson is considered not awareness. Remember, Ligalis Laatzme, Gili Laatzme. I wouldn't call, I would call, I told you, the way I would call Er is would be built to Mitzvah Nimtza, turning in, is, is manifesting in a Mitzvah Nimtza Dikka way. What you have is a field of energy that now you've, the, 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 first, prince, the first jump has been made. Built to Mitzvah Nimtza, remember, is Mila from Helam and Gili. There's no relationship with Atmos. On our terms, it's only that, that's Atmos himself. Eir creates the the, the the platform, the possibility for things to happen. I use energy because no other word. You want to use light? You can use whatever word you like. The truth is, Eir there is not considered Eir. I explained here. I think you weren't here, but I explained. Etzema Eir is the concept of Eir. Etzimeir doesn't mean the air in the source because there's no there's no mitzvahs of air in the source, but it's the concept of air. Remember, it's all talking about everything is a concept on this level within Atmos. You say the keche hagvul or keche abligvul. You're not talking about you're going to find gvul or bligvul there. You're talking about within Atmos there's that power, the yechelas for each one. So think of air as being simply in this in this stage, air is simply God's ability to manifest the mitzvahs nimtzah. 
if you want to put it that way. That, I would say something like that. That's why I use Yechelis. Even though he doesn't use Yechelis on this, but if you ex- want to explain the Havana of it, you have to think like this. I, I explain like this. Etzmeir is pastor said, you always think of, extension of the light is like the light that's reaching me, and the etzim is when it's in its source. In this case, it's not that way. It's much deeper. It's Eichaz difference. It's not just source and extension. You have to think, Eir is like what Eir is meant to be. It's purpose, and it's kavone, that's etzim So it's, 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 it's in its purest form. In a way, in a lower level. No, but I mean, my point I'm trying to say is hard for us to relate to because we go back to, we relate to things of Metzias and Mohus. But when you said, I, I, I gave some examples for this. Um, How could you explain Metzias and Mohus? You begin by explaining it with an example on our level. Then you begin to abstract and say that God has the power for these two elements. What would, what would be Metzias versus Mohus? In this case, Metzias would be uh, the air after the symptom. Mahus air would be lifnat symptom in general terms. In lifnat symptom itself, at some air is pastor air. He was using mahus and mitzias. It's all relative. Right, it's all relative because at some air is air itself is his pastors. So that's why I'm explaining to you. There's a there's a there's a, um, a look. There's a tree. There's a seed, and there's the power for things to grow. A seed means nothing. A seed you can put on a table, nothing's going to happen to it. Okay? Hold on. What makes things grow? So we say you put the seed, it has power in it, you put it in the ground, you water it, it has some magical power. Someone say, what's the etzim of the seed? Is the keichat smicha within it. What's the metzius of the seed? Is the physical seed and all its pieces. So basically, etzim things are generally not tangible. If someone said, what's your etzim and neshama like? So the spastus and neshama is how it manifests. Your neshama may come from chesed, from gvura, whatever. There's nefesh, ruach, neshama, chayichid. Someone goes all the way to yechida. It's the same neshama. But yechida is you in your purest form before it's taken on any type of expression. So the truth is, you can't speak about it as a level, like, okay, here's etzimah and espashah. It's like two levels. Like, for example, in, in, in the physical world, everything is just a matter of quantity. Something is in a state of source. Like, here's the source of the water. And here's the extension of the water, right? You could say, where's the source of the water in my, in my sink? It's from a reservoir that comes from a river. I can identify the river. That's the source. That's a market. So the difference is only the market is, is where it is, is initiates and you're receiving. There it's abundance and you have just a little. Whatever, you can give a whole. That's pure mind. Even sun. Where does the sunlight come from? Someone says, it's day outside. Why is it day? Because there's sunlight. Sun, okay, travel, travel, travel. Oh, get to the source of the sun. The sun has within it fuels to be able to generate an enormous amount of heat and light. That's it. So it's all commen- It's very commensurate. Is it similar? Of course, you go into the sun, you burn up. Impossible to be in the sun. Here we get a diminished amount of There are planets that get even, uh, don't even get a speck of light. I mean, that's... But if you speak Etzim Eir and Pashu Se'er in Ruchnius, these are Misholim to help us now. You have to get, eliminate the time and space element. And you have to also eliminate the quantity. There's nothing to do with quantity. You'd say, you'd say like, what, where's the Keach Hariyeh or Keach HaSeichel in Etzim HaNefesh? Let's, let's talk before we talk about what, How would you define that if someone asked you? You'd say, you have, to, you have to imagine it. You can't define it. You could say Etzim HaNefesh. We know... That if I have seichel that I could think of, it means that somewhere it's coming from. Because a corpse doesn't think. So it's not the brain that's generating ideas. There's some force that's, that's that in the soul that, that, in, that energizes the brain. And the brain now is able to conceive of ideas. So we go from that. This is Actually, I'm using examples from the Memoriam of Baruch Shomar. So we know from this, like the Rebbe Metle Rebbe says an expression, it sounds like it's the Alter Rebbe. Because if not, where did the seichel come from? He says, if, 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 if there's nothing behind the curtain... So the examples we use, let's say, of sunlight or nefesh or echayis nefesh or water, even, is only an example to show you that if there was water here, you have to say there's water there. That's all that's an example for. After that, the example starts getting weaker and weaker. Obviously, that's why all these examples are meant to make it as, as much as much palatable to us. But then it's why we qualify and say the sun at the end of the day is still forced to light sign. And, and it's nothing but a sun. And Atmos is higher than that. The nefesh has mashallah, but the nefesh is mugdid in the goof. 
And the Lakus is not, you know, all these, but the, the, it's not so someone says a question, why are you giving an example if you're later going to qualify that's not good? Because the example helps us at least train us to get from here to here. Now, now you're gonna need more to get from it. I mean, it's really the same journey we're talking from Ruchnius. Yeah, so okay, so now, okay, this I, I'm explaining. I mean, I thought I explained it, but but I, 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 let's put it this way: I can tell you this as many times as I explain it, even to myself, it always can use a refreshing because we're not we're not trained to think like this. We think you see for the water part, a child it'll take a little while to explain. You know, if we have water in a cup here, you should know this water came from somewhere. But for us, it's obvious. You know, you don't need to know that electricity is coming from someone. First of all, you have a Con Ed bill. So you know someone's charging you for that means that they're generating it. Or else uh, things just come, okay? Uh, like the insurance companies. When it comes to insurance, they have no problem saying acts of God. Then suddenly everyone's a believer. And you, have, you, need, a, you need a scapegoat, you know, who, who uh, caused the hurricane or, you know, flood. <laughs> That's God. Awesome. They, they don't say nature, you know, acts of nature. They say acts of God. Um, the point I'm making here, and no, one's, no one there complains, church and state, Mitamal acts of God, no problem, never insurance policy. <laughs> it comes to guilt. It comes to money. No, my point that I'm trying to say, okay, so now, now, now let's go there. This is, this is exactly back to the subject of understanding Asiyah Ruchnis till we get Avnead uh, Simpson. But you could relate it because we have Mipsodech Zalaka. That's why I gave the example of the unconscious, like throwing the ball at the invisible wall. So now you need to go with a lot of different type of tool. You can't, you've gone through the tool of, okay, I know if I have seichel, that means I must have something behind the door where the seichel is coming from. You could even extrapolate and say, okay, that thing is more of a, just like ideas are amorphous. You don't open a brain and find ideas. Okay, I can understand there's a state where I'm not conscious of my ideas. For example, you have right now millions of ideas in your brain. You only think of one at a time. Two plus two is four. But you have other ideas that, and you can retrieve them very quickly. So if someone asks you, what state do they reside in when you're not retrieving them? You say, I call it whatever you want. Unconscious, subconscious, uh, invisible, uh, amorphous, whatever word you use for it. Oh, not yet. No, that's not Edson. That's not Edson. That's not, that is, that I would say is more like the second level. That's, that's, that is Chach of Arach Ampen. With other Maimorim call that actually Baruch Eimer Ve'esa. And Baruch Sha'am, um, Baruch, no, Baruch Hu, Baruch Hu. Baruch Hu is already when it's coming into, uh, yeah, into Chochmah. Uh, um, but then the, the state I would say that is beyond, but that, but, but, but at least, but that's also not an easy state to understand. Because we don't relate to it. It's not like you've ever, no one's ever seen behind that door. But it's not difficult to relate. You know, ideas, I mean, it's not, you know, I, I just gave an example, right? In your brain are residing hundreds and hundreds, thousands of ideas. The fact that you're not conscious of it doesn't mean it's not there. It just means you're your limited consciousness. So the flow. It's exactly like the reservoir in the water, except that now it's not Gashmis anymore. So someone can, the river, you can take, you can travel with your family and go see the river where you get your water from. Here you can't travel there. You know? Yet, yet remember, everything is Mamailamata that started from there. That's also a difference. You see, when it comes to the river, people can relate to because it's Mamailamata. Okay, from my little cup of water, I come to the source of the river. Here, the truth is it travels the other way around. It starts from, okay, so what's this door behind the door? In our context, we can call that perhaps Etzimeir. I wouldn't even call this Etzimeir, but I, I'll call it Etzimeir just for the example. This is the, we'll call it, the, the, the one that we just said about is you can retrieve the Seichel whenever you want. It's just right now, it's Behelem. It's like Mitziah, what I said. Chochum Ayin Temotza. You know that there's some, someone dropped this, but you don't know who it is. You know that the, you could say you could say who about him, but you can't say ato. But that's already a level relatively uh, commensurate to. Uh, then there's a level where it's who beetsem. Let's call it. It's 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 fundamentally impossible for you to know, because even if you were able to document all the ideas in your mind, there's still a, a kayach that is beyond it all that you can never enter, that generates it all. So it's like it's like the generator of the generator. And you can go many levels. If you go with this level, the question is how many levels there are? It's probably, it's probably infinite amount of levels. What Chassidus does is try to categorize it at least for us to be able to relate to. So I would say like this. Atzmus I wouldn't even talk about now because Atzmus is Bechal not in, the, in this league. Once Eir and Sof exists, Etzema Eir, Etzema Eir is in, in Eisis of Neshama, it was Etzema Neshama. You have the essence of 
of of um, of everything, but it doesn't yet have any shape and form, and all it really is is the power of the source to uh, express. But there's no expression yet. It's the root of all expression. But without that, you don't have the rest of the steps. That's etzema'er. Etzema'er is like the concept of bitl. Not bitl itself. You don't. You can't touch bitl. What is bitl if you were able to conceive of bitl in its fundamental nature? That's er. Etzema'er. Ultimate bitl. That's really what it is. And that's why it's able to be a conveyor or, you know, use the word emission. It's the first emission from divine essence. Atzmus is not etzem le'ebilti mispashet. So there's no emissions from the Atzmus. This is the power of God's emission. So the key thing is to remember, not that Eid is another level outside of Atzmus, God forbid. It's the power of Atzmus to emit what we would call emission in the in existential terms of Metzius Nimtze. Because God could also emit things that are not... Uh, infinite Infinite. also contains the finite. But I wouldn't just use it by infinite power. I would just say it's, it's first emission from an from a, let's put it this way: it's not built in mitzvahs nimtza anymore. You have now mitzvahs nimtza, but you can't do anything more with that. Then comes rotsin spashus air. That's where rotsin takes place. What I just said is rachem acharabim. Then comes rachem aleinu. There's already an aleinu, so there's a rotsin. But rotsin is also officially still like rad law. Is Baruch Omar, it's still a state of absolute impossible to it. Even it, it itself does not know itself yet. No, no, no. I would say, if you really break it down, it's the, it's the deeper level. It is even, a, besides conscious ideas, there's three levels. There's the door behind, this, but the Shir Atzmei Bekeich would be the, the place where you don't, you're not accessing it, but you could access it. That would be Shir Atzmei Bekeich in this context. Rotson would be Radla would be fundamentally impossible, but it's a rotsin is there. And then there's air. It really needs a lot of explanation. You know, you need good examples, but the best place to really relate to is our own unconscious. Another place to relate to is if you know quantum mechanics, there's also very good examples there. Because, you see, this table, uh, no physicist, no scientist will call this a table. They'll say the table is just a, uh, is just a so-called an outer reflection of a bunch of energies that are interacting with each other. But energy you can't see. And the energies, as they combine, they project different type of things. Um, it w- really requires, when you want to really understand this, it requires real abstract thinking. And really understanding that physical reality is just a very surface level. Don't even think of it as anything valuable in this context. It's only valuable because Atmos wants it. But it has no value in defining something. It would be the equivalent of what I say, like say in psychology, when someone comes to you with a problem, a deep problem, let's say a couple. Let's get so the, the problem they'll always tell you is never the problem. Not because they don't know, not because they're lying, because they themselves don't know. They know symptoms. We know symptoms, that's all we see. That's human beings. So to really see a problem, you have to find the so-called the energy level of the problem. What's the root of the issue? What is the deeper uh, root of the issues? And that is never as defined or... or um, or has the parameters that we can relate to. So you get comfortable with this when you get comfortable with the invisible and understand the invisible is what shapes the visible, not the other way around. The problem that most people have, I find, at least initially, is visible. They worship the visible and they cannot get beyond it. That's the first, first step. I'm talking about in real training because there's no way, there's no... I'm not saying you or any... I don't know, truth, I never tested it. But it comes down to this. The more you learn, the more you learn to... The, the, the higher level, the more uh, you relate to Ruchnius, the, the more you can understand these type of things. And the biggest trap is some people are very Mugushim in their thinking, even if they're very smart. They just do not think outside of what they see with the senses. They don't think pr- pr- beyond the senses. That, such people usually probably cannot give, for example, good psychological advice because they don't understand what causes things. They think only in terms of, I see the effect. They don't really look to the cause. They're, you know, and and we're and we're trained. We're trained to think like this. We're trained to be go-getters. We're trained to be aggressive. We're trained to be to to uh, to survive. So the difference between a physicist and an engineer. So when you really start thinking like this, you're, what you're really what you're really looking to do, I would even go now to Atmos or to this. If I was really giving a real class in this in depth, I would help the students simply get to a place beyond where they think. Start thinking. 
a little more sublime. Then you move them along. Because he's talking, the Rebbe Rashab is talking from the, this is the Rebbe Rashab speaking. So he's there. So this is a heavy, with this, this Patek here, in the last program, you could see he's, he's being Megala exactly how he sees it. And also, Fierech Os. So you're not, you're not talking here. What I'm saying is it's critical to begin, to, that's why I gave the examples of the mind. And I think that my modem, actually where the Ayin based comes from, they actually elaborate on this a lot more than the Rebbe Rashab does. This Kei Hamaskal example is not mine. They, they keep saying, they talk about Seichel. Uh, in other words, to understand that law, you have to first understand the Helam that you could relate to. And then you come to realize there's a state. I'm, I, I gave an example of, you know, you, you, what, you, what is your left leg doing right now? You don't even know until you think about it. In other words, consciousness itself, this statement that I'm going to say now is one that p- makes people very uncomfortable the first time they hear it. Not you anymore, because we've spoken about this. People, when you say consciousness is limited intelligence, people say, what? Awareness and consciousness is like everything. Most people are not aware, and I'm aware. No, awareness means there's two things. There's you and what you're aware of. If you're really in the moment, you're not aware of it. You're it. You are it. That's your daitiv ve'yisiv type of thing. That is a critical component in all of this as well. Because when you talk on etzem, etzem doesn't see two things. If you, if you had an interview with etzem ha'er, it wouldn't talk to you like we talk. You know, oh, you have this, and I see this. Etzema Eid will say, we want an existence. The Sava Kodesh Baruch and I'm here to make sure it happens. You know, I'm just, I'm not saying those are the words, but you get the idea. It doesn't speak in terms of, of uh, object. And the Rotson is already a defined desire for the worlds. We're not talking about this Ratzin and Atmos and Atmos and Sava. We're talking now Ratzin as a shape now of a, like he called it, an Indian Prati. Whatever it is. And then you get to the Ratzin itself is not yet conscious of its, itself. Then it becomes consciousness. Con- when Adam and Chava, before they ate from Aitz Adas, the question is, one second. If they didn't, if they, if they didn't know Tevera, how could they defy God's Ratzin? God said, don't eat. They didn't yet eat from it. So where they have the ability to do, do something that's Ra. So one of the explanations given, this is based a little on the Rambam, Mer Nevuchim, what was the, what, it's a Das. It says, it doesn't say, it's a Chochme, or it's a Bina. Das is uh, intimate knowledge. A Tzadik that never did, a, a Tzadik that never did an Aveda, also knows it's Ra. But he knows it from the books. He knows it from observation. Big difference than when you taste from it. You know, many times we say to ourselves, hey, I know about it, I might as well, what's the big thing if I do it? No, no, no. From knowing to doing is the difference in life and death. Once you do it, once you lose your innocence and do it, it's a whole different thing. They knew Chochman, of course they knew there was right and wrong, because they were human beings with intelligence. But they didn't taste, they didn't they taste it. They do every animal there, and they do das with everything else, they just exclude from that, that uh, one thing. We're talking about das of tevera. We're not just talking about das. Period. They had the adam adam yadas chava. There's an intimacy like that. We're talking yeah, about the knowledge. Yeah, but that's, I'm talking about das of it's a das. It's a particular experience. Now, what does it really mean? What happened? And why were they before they were naked and they were not ashamed and suddenly used What happened? The answer was they became conscious of their nakedness. Before they were like children. A newborn child is not ashamed of being naked. There's nothing wrong with it. God created you with eyes and ears. He created you with uh, sexuality. If it's a divine force, it's a divine force. There's that innocence. But now that they were themselves, that's what he says, das is margosha. Now they feel it. Oh, there's me and there's my taiva. There's me and there's you. It wasn't no longer a seamless individual just fulfilling God's will. And understanding this, das, I have to conquer it. Now you have a person who's ready and a gay bedover. Now I already have interests. And I like this and I don't like that. Bottom line, it created what we call the world of duality of object and subject. What's a subject and object? There's a, a gavra and a chefza. You could say before it said that there was no gavra and chefza. There was a gavra and chefza technically, but the conscience, it wasn't like I was conscious of something else. It was all one, one flow, so to speak. My point that I'm trying to make is that consciousness in this sense, I, I have an whole article on this if you want to read it. I explain it pretty well, I think. Consciousness means I'm aware of something. Like for example, when you say Mala Hashem Kamayam the world will be filled with divine knowledge, das, like the waters cover the sea. You will be knowledge. That's why it's like the waters cover the sea. It's not like today what today you can know something. Okay, I, I learned a piece of Nayan Bayes. 
Now I know something that I didn't know yesterday. There's a point where you become one with it. When we say like a fish is one with water. Or you say, for example, does water get wet? No, you say water is wetness. Do you become alive or are you alive? It's not like, uh, you know, that, that's why it's over. The shama goes into the goof. It doesn't say, you don't say, oh, life has entered in the body and I feel it. We don't feel it that way. When your body is alive, you feel like it's one thing. You don't feel, like for example, if I filled up a cup with water, a moment before the cup was empty, now it's filled with water. If I turn on the light, the light bulb was before it was, um, it was dead, and now it's alive. Once the neshama goes into the goof, you don't feel a duality. You don't feel I feel like energy flowing through your veins every second. And if you stop it, God forbid. You understand that is that way. But you don't feel it. Meaning to say, feeling, health doesn't feel like anything. Consciousness and feeling is already a level. But it's a level necessary for existence to come into being. The way God wants existence, He wants consciousness. But if you ask, the root of consciousness is a state of divine expression. I'm just trying to explain here some of the levels in different issues and so on. It needs a lot, a lot of thinking because you have to come to a point. I'll tell you what the real test is. If you can explain this to someone else, you'll be in good shape. If you can't, then it's still words that you can relate to. See, what makes, what may, maybe what's making sense now is because I'm making sense. But if you really want to get it, you're going to have to think about it and find your own examples. And, and ultimately, it's really understanding what, 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 what the Elokus is. Elokus is not human. You're never going to get it that way. If you try to fit it into our... You know, you have to come to a point where the examples we use bring you one place, and then they then you have to strip them, and then use new examples. I didn't say that. I said it's it's a limited thing. I didn't say that bad thing. It's a limited thing. No, I can totally relate to it. I mean, if somebody is, uh, is walking on a high wire and starts thinking about it, you know, hundred percent. I'll tell you. I'll show you a whole bunch of other examples. Like, there's a lot of examples. Driving. When you really I look, I can tell you as a as a writer, when you're really in the zone writing and it's just flowing. It's, it's, it's just, you don't feel yourself. It's just coming through you. As soon as you start feeling, you, you, you lose it. You know, there's a being in the zone. It's a, it's a being in the zone. It's where the person melds together with the experience. That's that, that, the highest level of unity in our, in our experience. But it, what, what you're coming to realize is that we are, we are such creatures of duality that we relate to that, but it's not something we just naturally have every second. I, there are examples. Life is that way. The life force within the body is that way. There's no duality going on. You cannot distinguish between the eye and the power to see. You can distinguish with your seichel. And you realize it. But when, when they come together, there's a certain element of seamlessness. That, uh, so, anyway. The, the, so, I want, so I wanted to go back here to Baruch Shamar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he says now, the Gud Gimel Baruch Shamar is Yud Gimel Midas Harachvim. And that's where all the Makkah... And he also says that Yud Gimel Baruch is also their all Makifim. Now remember he said the word Makifim there Yashar, Makifim there Chezer. Baruch Shmei Hu HaMakar HaKel Kulam. Let me just tell you what that line means. And that's taken straight from Shara Tfila from the Mitla Rebbe. The Mitla Rebbe goes on, with the Rebbe Rashab does not go on, in chapter uh, 9. He goes on to explain the other Baruch Shamars. Okay? And he says like this. The first five are Makifim of Er Yashar. The Baruchs of Baruch Shamar. Right. The other five. He says, the first five are, bar- are Makifim of... And they climb like this. Nefesh, uh, Yechida, Chaya, Neshama, Ruach, Nefesh. But then the next five... Is a makif from the Erechezer. What's a makif from the Erechezer? So he says something very valuable, I think, even to our discussion. He says, even though Erein Sof and those higher levels are not need to go through a whole state of diminishing till they come bring existence into being, you need Baruch Shamar and Baruch Haya, Baruch Hu, and Baruch Emev Eisem, Baruch Gezer Mekayim, and Baruch Eisabreshis. He says, but they wouldn't have come up in the first place if there was no, if you didn't have the kavana for the safe mice of machshavat chila. That's what he says. I'll just read to you a line that he says, a very powerful line. He says like this. He 
The bottom line is that the whole purpose of this whole rotsen was in order to bring the end process in mind. So even though we're talking now at the highest levels before the symptom, it is, it is however, that's Er Chazer, because Er Chazer is the purpose. Er Yashir is how it, the process, how it comes into being. Er Chazer is the energy that returns. So if you ask those levels, they'll say, you know what? The lowest level is the first is the first level. Because of that, that's why we all came into being. And that's what he says is, Baruch Merachim Ala Aretz. And now he's saying that the same Yechideh, it started with Baruch Sha'amar, is Mamayil Lamata. It goes, Er Yashir, Baruch Sha'amar, Baruch Hu, and so on. Now, Baruch I'm sorry, not Yechida. That's the end, but it starts now. You start from the beginning. You go and you count. The first one you count now is the lowest one. So when you go straight in the process, the highest level is the one that is most amorphous and most infinite, so most, most beyond existence. When you go from the bottom, you, the first one you count is the purpose. Is then, then he moves to Briyas. And he explains how the next five in Baruch Shamar are... Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai, Yechida, but upside down. Meaning you go from the bottom up. The next five. No, no. No, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai, Yechida. goes down to Nefesh, and then we get another Nefesh, or do we just say that Nefesh is... Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a good question, but it's probably a lower Nefesh, because the lowest Nefesh there is Atzillus. Remember, the lowest Nefesh is Baruch Emer Ve'esa, Baruch Eisabreshis is Chachma Vatzilus. That in turn creates Biyah. You can you can interpret it both ways. It depends how you go. It's Asiyah. It is Asiyah the Kolos. So you could say that is Baruch Merach Malaret. You could say it goes that way. I could see it going either way. Either way, it's probably more consistent to say that that same Nefesh is now climbing. But now that's first. It's interesting how this is hinted all in Baruch Shomar. It's like. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to get to. He, the last two he doesn't explain. That I, I don't have what to say. I can just tell you about the eleventh one. Um, so he refers to it here. The reason I'm mentioning it is if the Rebbe Rashad didn't refer to it, they not necessarily have to bring it. So now it goes like this. The interesting thing. He likes the Nigladika thing. You know what he says? Baruch Morach Malaretz is a nefesh. And it comes first. And he says, but why does it come before Baruch Morach Malabrius? He says, because Eretz is the land itself. And Brius is the creatures of the land. And he brings a raya from the Mabel that the Ebershter said that, that uh, like this, he brings an interesting raya, he brings like this. He says, uh, Adam Chakosbar Chachas HaMaisu Yadav You see God, but after the Mabel, he spoke about both things. He says, But he brings a raya that the, the land is more important even than the creatures on the land. There's his proof. One second. I want to just see. Because the land shows us, no? Right. Right. Exactly. Here. He goes like this. What's our nature? It's a market. Al ibud ha'oretz begashmis b'tzameir v'dein mishabai hu chas k'moi b'mabel. 
he didn't only care about the creatures that were created, the land itself. So he says in parentheses, he says, Like you said, So he says, that when a person when, you, when a person loses their land or their field, they have more pain, they care more than if they lose their their shein and chamer. Interesting. That was the their uh, the ox and the donkey. Even the slaves. That's why it says and then you say sadehu. Interesting touch, huh? So, bottom line. Yeah, but Brias, then he goes on, then he says like this. Then from Brias you come to the next level. That's Nefesh, that's Ruach. Okay? I'm just reading them now. Okay? So we have now. The ones backwards, So basically, Baruch paid the matzil corresponds with Baruch Shomar, and Baruch Morach Malaris corresponds with the last of the five. Then he concludes and says Baruch Shmoy, and Baruch Shmoy is what takes us back to Baruch Hamecha Harabim. Oh, to, to, to the one before Baruch Shomar. One or two. One. one. Here he doesn't go in the, to Atmos here in the, in the middle of Rebbe. Baruch Shmoy is a mokrakel kulam. That's what he says, Amokra Kelkulam. That's the air, that's the makif, the root of all the makifim. And he explains why Baruch Shema is that. And you want to know another interesting thing he says? He says the first five Baruch Shemas is the opinion that Shemaim Oretz, Shemaim Kadmo. The second five is Oretz Kadmo. And Baruch Shema is the opinion that they created together. Because in, and Shema is Bishava, Shemaim Varetz. Interesting, huh? That he connects it all. It's unbelievable when you read it. You understand what I just said? So when you the process of creation, Er Yosha, no, but someone says to you, what's the purpose of creation? What's the process? You start first from Ruchnis, then you go to Gashmis. So, for example, someone will say, like even even a Chumash, the Alter Rebbe asked the question in Shemitah. Kisavoy alodet Meshavsa Hashem Shabbos Lashem Meshavsa Alodet Shabbos Lashem. Then it says. Then it says, So what, what's the redundancy? She explains, because first it starts the Kavana. The purpose you should know when you enter the land is Shabbos. Now the process is one, first you work, and then... So, so the, like the Shammai. On Sunday he already started thinking about Shabbos. But the bottom line is, at first you have to have a Sunday. The creation, the Kavana was Shabbos, but the creation started with Yem Rishon, Yem Sheni, and so on. The Poimechot, Yem Sheni. The point being is Er Yoshad always refers to the process. If you ask how does the process work, first comes Eden Sof, Ratzin, Shiratzmi Bekeach, the Tzimtzum, the Kav, Ak, Yakudim, Nakudim, Brudim, whatever, and so on. If you want to know purpose, it's the other way. Oh, it's Kadma. That's Shemayim Kadma. That's when Shemayim Kadma. That's the way it works. If you want to know the purpose? That's the land is the purpose. The whole purpose is the end. Seif Maisir B'Makshavet Chila. And that's how we climb from the bottom up. And then there's a level, Baruch Shemai, that has both together. And that's the third opinion of the Gemara, that Shemai and Baruch were created together, because it's totally equal. So there's a place where Mamayla, Matlamayla, completely don't matter. I mean, maybe that's another way to understand Eir as being beyond. The Ratzin has to be the first process of Ratzin of a house. He wants to build a structure. So it's maybe unconscious Ratzin. But it's the beginning. Eir, on the other hand, is a place where everything is there. One, the kavon of dira b'tachtenim, and the process of how he's going to do it is all one there. I think that's a very good, a very helpful way. Because in atmos, it's all about atmos. Eir at least has the, the certain state of consciousness of the whole picture, but not yet in any form of uh, of, of structure. Now, what what what? This is all hinted in Baruch Shomar. He doesn't say where the last two are. The truth is, the first 11 really end this, the small baruchs. Then comes the big bracha, baruch atashem, lakin melchayel, makela over. Then comes baruch atashem, melech mul betashbachas. I'm sure later on he talks about it, what these last two are. I'm not sure what they are. But that's what he says. The reason I'm explaining it is because all this is hinted to right here. So baruch hamecha and baruch shmei, 
in Baruch Shamar is 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 uh, similar. Now Elokei uh, Elam doesn't seem to exist in Baruch Shamar unless it's the last. Maybe that's the last Baruch. Could be. I think he does say somewhere. Oh yeah yeah. He says Man. Oh, oh here. Which says but Meshubach Mufir Adei Ad Shmei Hagadol is going back to the Baruch Shmei. He does refer to that. In other words, the last two probably are an elaboration on Shmoy. If you read it, uh, you know, I, I guess only with the Rabbeim here, you can understand why this was a Piskim and Shmaya. Because if you ask a plain, uh, you know, Pirush Amila's guy, he'll say, okay, Baruch Shaman, you know, why, why is it different than the next Baruch? It's a blessing God. Uh, yeah. So here, you want to have the Piskim, it's a note from heaven. You know, now I, you can relate to this a note from heaven, because you know, no one else can tell this to you but from heaven. Um, who would ever figure out? That's how you read them, even the first five and then the next five. Anyway, then he goes on and finishes the Pedic, and then we'll continue on. No, this is the Mitla Rebbe's Chiddush. I'm looking for the Alter Rebbe saying it. The Alter Rebbe brings the Sidra Rizal. I told you, Baruch Shama starts from Ak in the Sidra Rizal. And that's how the Red Mitla Rebbe explains it in Siddur. It's in Sharat Fila where he takes it to this whole level that we're talking about. The Rebbe Rashab is Chidushim in Sharat. For example, the Rebbe, the Mitla Rebbe, you don't, there's no word Ak mentioned, and there's no, but you see the, the Klolos, and Bria the Klolos, and Asiyah the Klolos. When you read the Fidik Rebbe Rashab, you see Havana in Sharat Fila, you can't really fully understand here. But it's all here. It's very here, it's like a Yam, like Bina. It's, uh, it's all here, and in detail. Um, and he's referring to it. You see, I mean, you can see the things he's bringing. I mean, this is what he says. He didn't mention Baruch Shmei. That's why I went to look. You know, I was going to read the Sharat Tefillah just quickly. If you want me to read it, I could read it. You could see how brief it is here. Hmm? But it's very similar to what it says here. This is very, very similar. The beginning of chapter Yud in Sharat Fila, what we just read, um, yeah. Okay, so then he continues, and he asks, for example, the, the, the Sharat Fila doesn't explain why Adonu Zenu is the Shirat He also doesn't say Shirat he, he says the words, but he doesn't explain the levels. The Rebbe Rashab actually delineates. From the Mitla Rebbe alone, you could not know it was Ak, and you wouldn't know what Shirat Mebikeach was. You'd know there's a level of Baruch Shomar, that is the general Rotson. You know there's a Shirat Mebikeach, but you're not sure exactly which level it is. And then, you know, after the Tzimtzum, you know there's the other three. But he doesn't spell out the levels quite that same way. The Rebbe of Rashab adds, for example, what he said, Adenu Zenu, because it's a Makif Shirat Mebikeach, he says, is the Bechilis Hashab Baruch Hu. Why is it called Adenu Zenu? Because the Makif of Chayi gives, has a relationship with the Primi and gives it power, strength. Then the three Makifimi also explains them also the same way. Everything is more spelled out here than it is in the Mitla Rebbe. He, he explains it more. But he definitely says it here. If you want, I could read the Dusharat Phil if you like. It's a half a page. I'll read it. You have your copies if you like. It's 54. It's page 54. This I'm going to read this. You want to pass it out? Pass it out. I have not seen it. Oh, where are the other ones? I had one more copies. What It's basically this page. 50, uh, 50, what did I say? 54. Give everybody 54. I'll read it quickly. Okay. So I'm reading Shari Tshuva, which is Shara Tfil in Shari Tshuva, the Mitla Rebbe. We had learned, if you remember, we learned chapters 8 and 9. 8. No. Not, yeah, yeah, 8. I marked here on the side of my Shara Tfil what the Rebbe Rashab adds, naturally. So anyway, in chapter Yud, he says like this. V'cheinu inyan. To remember, 
the chapter before he explained the Urchhaizer that I just explained. The Baruch Marachim Allah Aretz and all that, right? Is uh, if you look right before chapter you'd start, you see he says, Gamit Sabhin Sarachmala Shofu, yes, yes, you mush rahmabram. That's why it says Baruch Marachim Allah Aretz, this is Sharsha Bithila Saratsun. Has within it the 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 highest of Baruch Shomar, the 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 source of the Makif, the Rotzen, because that Rotzen wants the Aretz. Now he goes on. And this is also the Indian what we say. This is this, this this chapter Yud is exactly the content of chapter seventy two that we just learned in Ayin Beis. Peter Shalikei Elam, listen to the difference here. You see how the Rebbe Rishab adds. Remember, we just learned how Elikei Elam is Atzmus Mitzusim Atzmusi Built Mitzis Nimtza. There's no words like this here. He's just going to say briefly three lines. What's Elikei Elam? Who Misha Amar Vahaya Elam? Hanal Bal Harotzen Haposhet Shabatzmusi Mamish. That those three lines that Rebbe Rashav has almost the most most of the chapter just explaining those three lines. Right. Well, Elakei Elam, he's teaching Misha Amar Elam, meaning Right. He breaks it into two. It's two, but it's really one. I'm sorry. Here, it's hard to understand what's what. Right. But if you read it, Elikei Elam is what's Elikei Elam. So the Rebbe Rashab says that's Atmos. And Barachem Macharabim is Eidein Sov. That 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 comes out of Atmos. That's the Mokkah Kolam Akifim. Basically, the Rebbe Rashab is saying you can't say Atmos is the Mokkah. The Rebbe Rashab's big chiddush here is Elikei Elam. He explains what Elikei Elam is, but it's hinted to. If you read the Rebbe Rashab after, you know, you read the Shari Tshuva after the Rebbe Rashab after Pederkayim Beis, you see the words Balaros Napos Shabbat Musay Mamash. You see the Rebbe Rashab is understanding that you can't say that Balaros Napos Shabbat Musay Mamash is Rachamach Harabim. So you have to say there's two levels here. When you read this alone, you could, you, you, it's, it's not clear because what's Elikei Elam? <laughs> Basically, the way to read it here is how I would read it now that I know Pshat from the from my own base. Read like this: Elakei Elam Humisha Mavoy Elam Hanal Bal Harotzen Haposhet Shabbos Musim Mamish, and that is Elakei Elam is at Musim Mamish, and that manifested in a second level called Nikkur Achamach Harabim, who Makar Kolam Akifim. Now, when you read it, for example, when you read the, the Poshet Pshute, yeah, you read like this: Elakei Elam Barachamach Harabim. What does what does it mean? God of the world, creator of the world, in his infinite compassion, or his in abundant compassion. You're talking about the same, you're talking about Elikeilam, you're not talking about two, two levels. But, what you're saying, Elikeilam is Misha Omar, that's Atzmus Omar, and that Omar manifests in Rachamech Arabim in Eirein Sof. That's how the Rebbe Rashab is reading this, this line here. This is actually quoted here. You hear? So these are like two levels, and afterwards break into five. The Naran Chai, He just said Rotz Naposhet before. Huh? Right, right, right. The meaning, exactly. The, the, the source of it all. So the starts after these two. After these two, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gone. That's now already the This is the first level. Look what he says now in the parentheses. That's the So the truth is like this. He doesn't want to count this. If here, if you look at it, he hints even to the fact, why doesn't he say two? I'll tell you why. Because Atmos is not a mucker. That's the Rebbe Rashab answering. Atmos is not a mucker. So when you say Elikei Elam, you can't call it a level. Elikei Elam is the Baal Harot, behind, beyond everything. Then comes Rachamacharabim. See, when you read it, you, it comes out of this. Then come the five levels. The first of the five levels is Rachamaleinu Yechid de Baruch Sha'amar. But in the parenthesis says, in truth, it's the second, because the first is really 
I'm just showing you how the Rebbe Rashab is learning a piece in Shari Tshuva. How would we learn it on our own? When you learn it all, when you learn it all, you see the Rebbe Rashab, uh, there's no other way to understand it. The whole map is in the you have to also remember the Rebbe Rashab is an inical from the middle of the Rebbe, so he clearly learned Shari Tshuva probably with his father, who learned it with his father. So, besides everything else. But the truth is, I'm telling you, I've learned it many times. When you read it, you see this is only Pshad. There's no other way to really learn Pshad. It's not like, oh, I would learn differently. It's just not, it's just not spelled out the levels. Like, he doesn't spell out one, two, three, quite. But clearly, you see here, there's a Rachem HaRabim. But then the first question is, so then who's Elike Elam? And the Baal HaRotzen, Marachem HaRabim. The Rebbe Rashab adds a lot of Havana when you understand Elike Elam. Okay. That's Eden Sof. Rachem Aleinu. Rachem HaRabim, he says. No, no, it's before the Rotson. The Rotson is already, uh, the Rotson Poshit is Baruch Sha'amar Vahayelam. That's what he says, the Makif Arishan, Makif Arotson Poshit. Makif Vichide. That's right. Yeah. Chayim would be the S2 Signals. Right. So what's before Rotson? Eirein Sof. Rachamach Before the Rotson. Before the Rotson. Rachamach Read it, it fits. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is this sort of like a preamble to Dabani? So he doesn't say here. That it's Shiratme, but listen to what he does say. Shahu Baruchu, Hamamutsa canal is the Mamutsa between Baruch Sha'amar and Amar Vaesa. That's what he calls it. The Rebbe Rashab calls the Shir Atme Bekeach, the ten hidden spheres. Yeah. Yeah, this is already Baruchu. Already now you're already revealing the Helam. That, that what the Rebbe Rashab calls this Gilayla Atme. That's not even a Gilayla Atme. This is already, he's revealing what is concealed in the Rotten. That's second Makif. Okay? Got it? Then comes the next level. It's mitzamtzim. That's a tzimtzum that comes down to the details. Shahu baruch emer ve'esev. Who makif agimul? Hanashame. Who tzur misgaveno? The lotion of the Rebbe Rashab. This is ak. Okay. V'achikach mitzamtzim lovei begzeda. Begzeda is dibur kiim harotzin shugezer bedibur umekayim. Who makif adalad? The pchinus ruach magin yishenu. This is yeah, and this is this is the level of Yitzira the close Akudin, and the Rebbe Rashab adds Havana. Why is it true Mogin Yishenu? Because Mogin is Avram, Vayekud as Yitzchok, Akudin. That's the Rebbe Rashab's itself. Everything you see here is exactly this, and what we just learned is an explanation of this section here. That's the fifth Makif, the Bchinus Nefesh. For whom misgav ba'adenu mamish bepel mamish. That's ba'adenu mamish bepel mamish. The Rebbe Rashab says ba'adenu. Hashem aposkah Hashem tzvok is imanu misgav lanu. Vayinu imanu bechinis kiruv mamish bechinis asiyah. So you see the Rebbe Rashab adding chavona in explanation in this. Okay, got that? What? I was just going to read a few more lines. Ach Peter's kol baruch hura gilei ahelam shu bechinis er pnimi. And then he's going to continue on. He's going to continue on to the whole makifim of Erechezer, what I discussed before, how it goes from the bottom up. What? I'm not going to read the rest. Huh? You could look, but uh, you could look on your own. This is like a tour guide. The tour guide is telling us what, what to expect in, in, in the body of the dominant. I mean, the experiential level is probably supposed to happen next month. Right? We have to go to these levels. Yeah. You want to do it because of a two-hour limit? 
anything more than two hours makes sense. Otherwise, it'd be four hours. You want to do it? We, we, we started at nine ten. So it's been an hour and ten minutes. Now. Okay, you know, we stop it, then then we'll, we'll start from chapter right. Just stop and right away start again. No, end, end this thing properly. Okay, let me just say, let me just conclude this. So, we just did a summary of chapter seventy-two, pages one thirty-five, one thirty-six, with a comparison to its source in Shari Tshuva, chapter ten, Shari Tshuva, Shari Tfila, chapter uh, ten.